Jonathan Paul Dupaton. That is I. So I just have this question. So, because I feel like your your podcast and everything kind of took off really quickly. So how do you feel about like this newfound fame that you're encountering? I wouldn't call it fame. Um, I mean, because it's just followers. I would call it impact because I'm 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 impacting a lot of people. Um, the followers really don't really matter to me because they're just numbers. It's not. That's not to say like how many people are paying attention, but the amount of people that um, express like how they feel about the things I post and um, how I'm changing their lives or like what I'm doing for them. That that is the most important thing. So with, you know, everything like your growth and everything, how are you like weeding out, you know, like genuine people versus people who might just be coming around for, you know, whatever you can, whatever opportunity you can provide to them? Um, I mean, it's nothing new. It's this type of that's been happening like my whole life. Um, not my whole life. I'm not saying my whole life, but it's been happening um, last decade. You know, like me making money, um, me being this person or whatever. Like, you know, people just gravitate towards me. So I don't, I don't look at it as a negative way because people want to be surrounded by success. They want to be surrounded by money. They want to be surrounded by people that you know got shit going on. So, I mean, I, I just take it for what it is and. You know, you could kind of like sense when when someone is trying to get something out of it or trying to uh, use you or something like that. So I, I pretty I pretty much like have like a great discernment when it comes to filtering out the bullshit. But this is just like the beginning. So like I could I see myself going way further than where I am. So. It's nothing. This is off topic and like whatever, but I feel like men that went to jail have very extended vocabularies. Do you guys read a lot? I think you guys read. Like I don't know. Like, um, I won't say my my vocabulary is is that extensive. I mean, I think it's pretty extensive. Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I honestly like if you posted and asked. Like guys, do they know what discernment meant? They probably don't. <laughs> I mean, reading, being around um, different groups of people—it's not anybody that's just been locked up. It's uh, it's the it's people that kind of like use that time wisely. So, I mean, I like when I did when I wasn't there, I was using I was using a dictionary to like to to broaden up like um, my choice of words. To like um, understand, I, I learned this word called a uh, conundrum. You know what that means? Mm-hmm. Conundrum means basically a problem that has that can't be solved. Mm. Um, that was like a crazy word to me. Like I think I've never I heard, heard it, of it. I heard it in a show, and I was like, "What the fuck that mean?" I went back to go look it up, and when I when I uh, read it, I was like, "Damn, you know what? I need to." I need more words. I need to yeah. get out here and be like, 
hit these motherfuckers with some new shit. Fuck them up. Like, yeah. oh, okay. Cause I yeah. could talk like I'm from the streets, but you know what I'm saying? Depending on the, the, the crowd I'm, I'm around, I can switch it up. So, name one person like in the industry, whether it's your industry or any industry that you would like to collab with. Um, you only get one, so think wisely <laughs> and tell me why. Mm, I would say Grant Cardone. Oh yeah, Grant Cardone is the white version of me. Um, even though I'm not in the real estate. Uh, his his energy, his influence, uh, his grind um, is is what I look up to, and I see myself talking in front of conferences, thousands of people. Um, so yeah, him. If I could learn from him, you met him before, right? Yeah. You think he will remember you? All I gotta do is send him a picture, but you can't forget. You can't forget me. You can't forget what I had on. You know what I'm saying? So look at you. Look at me. Look at me. How you gonna forget this? Um, yeah, you had on that Louis Vuitton something, that jacket. I had a suit on, had the Federo hat on. You know, it's all about presentation. Mm-hmm. You gotta give these people something they can't forget. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so this is coming from a standpoint of being your friend. I feel like you're always doing more and more and like like even down to like the way you have the studio like you're always adding more and doing more do you do this because like you're trying to improve or do you just do you get bored with what's already there and you just always want more um i just want to improve i want to like just level up so it's like I know I know when I look at myself on camera, I know when I look at my show on camera, I'm looking for imperfections. I'm looking for ways to um, fix certain things. And, you know, like I understand what people want to see. I understand what's, what's eye-catching. So it's just about just leveling up because like right now, like I'm not where I want to be, but I know where I'm, where I could be. And, you know, you got to work on, you got to keep working. Like, the grind don't stop. The grind never stops. Do you feel like your, like, your platform has allowed you to be 100%, like, authentically yourself? It allowed me to um, be vulnerable. And, because, like, when I do my late night specials, these are, like, real-life situations. These are, like, real conversations that I'm having throughout my day with friends, random people, and um, it allows people to understand me, like my, my viewpoints on life and how I look at things. And, and even other conversations that I have, even the conversation that I had with my ex-girlfriend, you know, like nobody ever seen me in that light. Like, you know, I'm talking about having a miscarriage or going through a miscarriage or us breaking up. And I really don't talk about that. So like, it kind of just opens the door for my vulnerability. And I don't mind, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want people to, to connect with me. Like, I'm telling people that I'm on house arrest. The government garnished my accounts. You know what I'm saying? Like, I done lost a few, a few hundred thousand. <laughs> so like, when, I, when I'm open, you know, people can connect more. And it's like, I'm not just, you know, some fucking superhero that's just acting like this person on the internet. Like, no, I go through shit too. 
And we all go through shit. And we can go through this shit together. I don't ever know who I'm going to help by telling my story. So what's the worst thing that's ever happened to you and the best thing that's ever happened to you? The worst thing that ever happened to me. That's a hard question. The worst thing. Hmm. Maybe losing my mom. Yeah, I mean, losing my mother um, in prison. That was hard. That you, was, you, really, you rarely ever talk about it. Nope, and I, I rarely think about it either. I try to kind of shut that part of my life out. You kind of, you try not to think about it? Like, you try to just... Yeah, I don't really deal with death too well. Like, when people die, like, I, I rarely cry. I don't really like going to funerals. Um, I don't know. I feel like maybe, because I'm, I'm the same way, I feel like maybe facing the reality of the fact that, like, you're never going to, like, it kind of makes it sad. So just try not to think about it. Like, they're just on vacation or something. Right. Um, yeah, that's probably the worst thing. The best thing that ever happened to me was going to prison. So me going to prison, I lost my mom. But me going through, going through prison um, changed just the way I looked at life. Um, I, I think it turned me to a man. Um, I think um, I wouldn't have started this right here. I would have started something because I'm always just creative. But this is probably like going to open way more doors and opportunities than anything else. So both, like it was bittersweet prison. But even me losing my mom kind of like um, just made me more hungry. Made me just want to just like fight through life. Like, you know what? I'm going to make this shit work. So bittersweet. Bittersweet. I learned a lot in prison. And I, I don't know, like, I'm not afraid to talk about prison. Or, like, I don't want to overly talk about it either. But it was such a pivotal moment in my life. And like, it was, a, it was really short, but it was very pivotal. Because if I didn't go through that, I met some amazing people. I learned a lot of things. I was able to study myself. I was able to critique myself. I was able to, like, just... Um, use my imagination to its full capabilities because I'm sitting on my bunk bed high as hell, you know, smoking my weed, you know, throughout the day. Like I don't really smoke weed during the day, but you know, I would write down like different ideas. I would read different books. And when I come back and lay down, like I would kind of like decompress and like, I would think of, I would have these images in my head of what I was going to be when I got out. I was like, you know, I'm gonna get these veneers. You know what? I'm gonna have these tattoos on my neck. I'm gonna be, I'm be on TV, not knowing like it was gonna be my own TV, but I knew I was gonna be on TV. People used to tell me like, "Hey, well, you look like a loving hip hop ass nigga." I was like, "No, nah, I don't think I'm a loving hip hop ass nigga, but I need to be on TV. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's that's my that's my calling." Now look at you. Look at me now.
crazy how manifestation works. Yeah. It's crazy. Because you manifest anything if you really believe. If you really put the work in. Yeah. So are you happy? I am. I'm always happy. And like, I was thinking about this the other day. We can't, we can't um, try to compare our happiness with the amount of money we have. Because when you got money, you feel like you're happy. And then when you don't have it, it's kind of like you're sad. It's like, not saying that I ain't got no money, but being on house arrest and just going through a bunch of shit, like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have as much money that I want right now, but I'm very comfortable. And I'm not even, no, no, let me not say very comfortable, because 100,000, man, I feel broke. Anywhere close to 100,000, I feel like, boy, it is. I am so close to the edge. Like, it feel like I'm about to fall off this bitch. <laughs> but um, I'm happy. I can say that. Like, everything's not perfect, but what is perfect? You know, like, I am very happy. I am, I am headed up. It's not like going straight. It's not going down. I'm going up. So, hell, the fuck I got to complain about. Yeah. So you're about to be off house arrest. What on what day is it? Thursday the twenty fifth. What are your plans? Um I plan on having a meet and greet for the people. For the people that have been fucking with me. Um and I decided to do it because every time I'm out, it don't matter where I'm at, somebody always stops me and the the energy that they have when they meet me is like undescribable. Like, and I feel like it's more people out there that, that, that don't have the opportunity to meet me. So I'm having me a meet and greet. My first uh, idea was to just have a pool party. I think like, like a crazy summer pool party, but that's not really giving people the, a way to connect with me. They're gonna be around me, but I'm not gonna be like trying to talk to nobody or like, you know what I'm saying? I'm being in my, my zone. I feel like I can make a better impact than versus the pool party than a meet and greet. So the meet and greet. And then, um, I don't know, I'm gonna go do my thing in Miami. Not even do my thing, I'm just gonna relax. I'm gonna go to the beach, put my feet in the sand, get in the water, go to my condo and look out the fucking balcony and just look at the fucking skyline. Simple things, eat some Cuban food, Shrooms. It, shrooms. <laughs> it's not really like, I'm not really just about to go celebrate because it's, it's nothing really to celebrate because this was a blessing in disguise. Like, I'm looking back on my IG and shit. I'm like, you know what? I was doing my thing. Like, before House Arrest, I thought I was doing my thing when it came to pocket. I'm looking at, like, my content. I'm like, damn. I thought I was doing a lot, but I wasn't really doing shit. And being able to sit down for four months really was a blessing. So it's nothing to celebrate. It's just kind of like, um, I don't know, just to be free. And then to get back to work. Because job not done. I got more work to do. It went by pretty quickly, though. To you. 
<laughs> you. <laughs> I'm outside at 8 o'clock and shit. Just when the party gets started, I got to go, y'all. <laughs> but I ain't tripping, though. Like, I mean, most people on house arrest, like, don't they got to sit at home, like, all day? Yeah, 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 yeah they pretty do. pretty lenient. No, I had to finesse my way. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. this, this wasn't, like, just... My, I couldn't go outside. I could only go to look for a job or to go to work or go to church or get a haircut or go to um, grocery stores. And, you know, I finagled my way through, you know what I mean? And I'm going to find a way every time. But I didn't try to abuse it. You know what I'm saying? When you abuse shit, it'll come back and kick in your ass. So I just I did what I could. And I used the opportunities to like network. You know what I'm saying? I did what I, I did what I had to. So I feel like you have a lot of, you know, like younger guys or even women that people that look up to you. So do you plan to have some sort of platform where you're like educating people or, you know, teaching them? Well, at this point I think I have to. Um I would be a, it would be a disservice to the people. To myself because you know i got all this knowledge and people want to learn from me so like why not open that that door you know like if people want to learn from me then you know on any subject you know guys probably want to learn about girls and how to dress and mind mindset and different things you know why would i just not Always, I mean, I've always been like this anyway. I've always been like a teacher. Not a real teacher, but like being like a guidance, being um, being like a mentor to like my brothers, their friends, my homies. So it was nothing new. I just got to structure it. You know, I got a thousand people in my Discord. And um, just know, man, I'm working on it. I'm, I'm, I'm working, trying to get that right. Yeah, it's a process and like figuring out, you know, exactly how to do it, how to reach the people and what they want to see and all that stuff. So people don't understand it's a pro- like they don't understand how much work I put into like podcasting and creating content. Like it's a lot of work. Like I've been here for hours, you know, hours. And that should take a lot of time. And I already know, like, right now, it's just the beginning. And I know I'm going to be able to, like, step away from the editing and content stuff. But, like, now that I'm doing it, it people can connect well. Like, you, you'll start, you'll notice a difference because it ain't going to be the same when I don't do it. And I feel like it, it's a very crucial moment that, I, that I, I am the person that's that's creating the content and giving the people. Because, like, people are not going to, they don't. I understand my audience. Nobody's gonna understand these people like I do. So I take I take the time out to really put together substance for people. So is okay, so I've never really like seen you upset. Like how do you control your like you I mean you literally like I've just never really seen you mad. You're very patient. Like, have you always been this way? And how did you get to that point? Um, no, I haven't always been this way. I used to have anger issues as a child. 
And I don't know why, but I used to be really, really angry. Like, fuck shit up type of angry. I don't know, I think, I think, I don't, I don't know when it happened, but at one point I just stopped getting mad. I just stopped letting things get to me. Um, I don't know, it was like the older I got, I just started understanding like emotional intelligence. Because if you can control your emotions, you're like a god. If, if, if people can't um, fuck with you emotionally, like, not to say like I don't get angry in the head or I don't, like I just don't show it. It's like you, people can't read you. People don't know like what angle you're coming from when they can't understand like what's your next move. Because if people know you're mad, like they they're expecting something from it. So like when people piss me off, I just okay. But it's so much better because like <laughs> I mean you know like when you do let out frustration, like it does feel good too. Or does it? Does it feel good? Yelling and f- doing a bunch of damage and I don't know. I'm just I'm just such a I'm at so much peace with myself. I can't let nobody fuck up with what I got going on. They ain't worth it. Nothing is worth it. Nothing is really nothing. It's, what is it? Like it's just people. People are people are being people. And I'm like, you'll never understand me. You'll never get to read me. You'll never under get to get to know what I'm gonna do with, to you if you did piss me off, if you did steal from me, whatever the fuck the case might be. You won't know, and I won't even show it. I'm really like I'm a beast. <laughs> I'm a beast, man, because Brad, like, I'm a, I'm a fucking, I'm a monster. But you know, but I, I control it. I mean, I mean, I agree. I mean, I've, I'm sure I've done plenty of things that might have gotten you upset, but it's like I've literally never really just seen you upset. The true power of a person. Is being a, be, being able to control that beast inside you, but sometimes it's it's mandatory. But a lot of times it's not, you know. Like Martin Luther King, like you know, turn the other cheek. Like you know, so much hate coming towards his way, he just kept calm and and still delivered his message. Still kept carrying on through life. You know, so. I got my spiritual side, I got my, my animal. So do you pray? No. No, let me say this. I, I think um, as far as like me kneeling down and speaking to God, no. But I think meditation is a form of praying when you could kind of like talk to yourself. Because I'm not religious, I'm more like spiritual, but if you talk, if you can be able to talk to self and tell do the same things you do as praying, you know, like being thankful and um, asking for forgiveness or whatever. Same thing as praying. When you 
talking to self. So I don't pray, but I do, I do a lot of self-talks. Self-awareness. That's who God is, self. Do you feel like having sex with multiple people at once can affect your energy? I think so. I think so, yeah. Especially having sex with the wrong people. So I guess you gotta choose people wisely. Do you feel like if someone had an STD, like should they disclose it before you guys have sex? If they know they had an STD? Yeah. Yeah. The fuck? Yes, you should. You shouldn't be having sex. Beforehand. You shouldn't even be having sex if you got any STD. sort of STD or what if it was like herpes or something? I mean, if you got one of them, I mean, you should definitely disclose it before and let that person decide. You can't make that decision for, for that person because let's say you gave it to that person. You could have easily just said something and gave that person the opportunity to choose his life, his destination in life. It's fucked up. So I feel like you give a lot of games to the guys. So as far as women, I feel like what what do you feel like women do that kind of fucks up the power that they have as women? What can they do differently? Um, first, they got to understand. They have to understand their power because, you know, like society makes it seem like we're not equal when we are equal you know they have we have a certain power we have a certain strength and you guys do too and they just make it they make you seem less than when we're equal and if you understand that that will kind of like close that gap versus understanding and then using your mind and your pussy to get what you want to like. Because we use our dick, we use our minds, we use our muscle. And I think women are starting to, I, women always have. I think more women are starting to get a better understanding of how to like use their sex and power to get what they want. But I think they're using it for the wrong reasons. Because when you use it just to try to get money out of a man or whatever the case is, I think that's using your power in the wrong way. You got to use that to like, you got to use your power to advance in life. Like men and women, like we shouldn't be worried about sex. We shouldn't be worried about another person or, or relationships because that's going to happen regardless. I think people should just focus on self and, and, and building up self. And once you, once you, once you figure yourself out, once you master yourself, you're unstoppable. And a lot of women, a lot of people, not even women, a lot of people haven't even mastered themselves. They haven't, they haven't took the time out to, to, to get them, to get to know them, know them, to heal, to, that's, that's the main issue, man. That's it. That's it, man. 
fuck is y'all out here doing? We are worried, y'all are worried about a nigga pockets, uh, controlling a nigga. When it should be about leveling up, bossing up, eating right, getting right spiritually, mentally. What the hell, the, what the hell going on in the world? We worry about the wrong things. Not saying that I ain't either. Like I'm the same shit as y'all, but we need to we need to have a higher sense of consciousness. It's too deep for y'all, man. <laughs> right, that's a whole nother topic. Hmm. But I do want you to start getting into that more because I feel like you're being unfair. Like you you give all the guys all this game, but there's so much that you know about how women should move, and you don't drop the game. So. Will you work on that? Yeah, I mean, you know, people want me to pick a side. Oh. They want me. They want me to be for the straight for the guys, and they want to be Kevin Samuels or these <laughs> other. It's enough of that already. You know what I'm saying? It's enough of these niggas out here spreading this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, not saying it's, not to say it's bullshit, but that's bullshit. It's it's already guys just you know either talking down on women or praising a guy and. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, we get it. Like, we should already know this in our head. Like, what the fuck? People need to um, remind us about. Nigga, we know. I know. I don't need to go watch a fucking podcast or no shit like that to understand, like, I'm a high-value man and women should be treating me this way. Nigga, I know this. Nigga, you should, too. So I'm not going to pick a side. Like, I'm, I'm, I love women, and I'm here for women. I'm here for the guys too. So I'm giving game on both sides. I'm here to help everybody. Period. So let's have a little fun. We're going to play this or that. This or that. Okay. So, and you can't think too much because it takes away. But actually, you, you can think. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Fame or fortune? Fortune. Are you an early bird or a night owl? I ain't gonna say early bird because early bird is like six in the morning, so no, night owl. Love or money? Love. For real, love. Cut the cap. Not for real, because you can have all the money in the world, and if you ain't feeling no love, like, then what's life? I'm just be buying shit and yeah. love my cars. <laughs> right. I'm gonna go live in a country where there's nothing. I'm telling you, and I have about six wives and twenty children. That's love. With a farm. Smart or beautiful. Damn. Damn. At the end of the day, man. <laughs> smart. I got to say smart. 
I gotta say smart. I mean, but I think that's why our relationships don't be working because we go by like what society wants. Like, are you gonna be able to wake up to a woman you're not physically attracted to every day because she's smart? No, but you know, if you're smart enough, you can work on your beauty. Like, it's you, true. You, I mean, I'm not gonna take the ugliest, but <laughs> <laughs> a smart girl like you can invest a little money into a girl. She right, if she's good. smart. She can make enough money to enhance. That's true. And I don't need the baddest. Damn. That was the toughest question I ever asked. Titties or ass? Damn. (laughs) I would say ass because I can have a chick with a flat chest, but I cannot have a chick with a flat flat ass. And then, like, let's not even get into this body shaming. Let's just keep going. Yeah. Like, (laughs) Uh, that's just my preference. I need a little cheeks. You can have a little, you know what I'm saying, beast things. I could work with that. Whew. Head or sex? Hmm. Damn. Where you get these questions from? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. Sex. But it's like, damn, no head. I need that. Nah, yeah, it ain't nothing like not pulling out. Nothing like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is something interesting we would not know about you just by looking at you? I'm a lover, not a fighter. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, you look at me, you think I'm a hoe. You think I'm just, I just want bitches and bitches. You are a hoe. No. You a hoe. I'm not a hoe. Nigga, you a hoe. (laughs) Mm. Why you don't think you a hoe? A hoe? Nigga. Listen, this is why, this is why. What's your definition of a hoe? You got her just fucking, fucking, and just fucking everything. Fucking a lot. You be fucking. Yeah, I be fucking, but that don't mean I'm a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like, I feel like, I feel like, man, that the, the caliber of nigga that I am, bro, I could really be fucking bitches every day. I can literally have a new girl every day. I run across women in my DMs. I run across women in the street. I run across women everywhere. So, no. Hell no. I'm not a hoe. And, like, I be, no. I I would rather be in a relationship, to be honest. But, you know, my life is, it's not not for a relationship right now. Not not me. Not right now. So, in the time being, you know, I'm going to do my thing in between. But I have control. I don't think hoes have control. I have control. I can control my dick. A lot of niggas can't control their dick. I'm controlling this dick. I can tell women no. I can... I fall asleep on a shit. I curb a girl for weeks. I play mind games with a girl. For months, 
Let me know. Let me stop. Would you rather give a lap dance or receive a lap dance? Next question. <laughs> Would you rather be alone or be with someone you're moderately happy with? Alone? No. You that wasn't the question. Oh, so the the other, the the second option? I don't moderately like like halfway happy. I don't know if it meant like I don't know. Next question. Um, would you date a stripper? I feel like in that podcast you really didn't speak on it. You kind of just. I love strippers. Date one, probably so. Mary. Wife one, right? Probably so. Probably so. She would probably. Would she have to stop stripping? Yeah, we're we're done with that life. Right. We're done. I wouldn't be the nigga that I am if you're still stripping. Right. I'm rich. You're rich. And unemployed. And unemployed. You're unemployed too. Let's go. <laughs> We're out of here. <laughs> so, when a female is trying to spit game to a dude, what should she say? That's not too, like, overbearing, but it's still, like, how should she do it? I mean, you don't have to really say much. Um... It's really about your mannerisms, like the way you smell, um, the seductive looks, movements. That's really all you have to do. And then touch. You just got to play with a, a guy's fantasy. You know what I'm saying? His imagination. Just That's really it. You don't have to really do much. Girls don't have to do anything. You could really just walk up to a nigga and... Say, hey, if you're beautiful enough, you don't have to be beautiful enough. It's not much you have to do. Nope. So, when you have a child, do you want to have a boy or a girl first? You're so random with these questions. <laughs> it's just like coming off the top. Um, I don't think I would mind either or. I don't mind. I don't mind because a girl is probably going to like, you know, soften me up, make me appreciate women more. And a a, a son would probably. I don't know. I don't know what a son is going to make me feel like, but I'm, I'll be able to mold him into what I want, into like me, you know, the things that I didn't do as a child and, you know. Like a little mini me. So it don't it don't matter. It don't matter, blood. What's your favorite strip club in Atlanta? You go from God, children to strip club. <laughs> uh The Flame. It used to be Follies, but the Flame is like my yeah, my little spot. I like the flame. Since when? Huh? Since when? It's always been my favorite spot. The flame. I like it because it's, it's you ratchet. Know, I've never seen you go to the flame. I like hood strip clubs. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... That's like, um... You know, I like ratchet shit. Yeah. 
know what I'm saying? It's ducked off. I could, you know, slide. They got some nice looking women in there. You know, I don't like all that bougie shit for real. Cheetah's okay, but uh, Magic City's all right. Um, yeah, that's that, that just blue flame. Shout out, shout out to all them. Scribble go there. Do you prefer calls or texts? Text me. Text, okay. Because I can't pick up the phone. No cap. But then again, I'm really bad at texting back. So just pull up. Yeah. Are you just saying that because you're on house arrest? No, I pull up. Like, that's, the only, that's really the best form of communication if you're truly trying to get in contact with me, get something out of the conversation. Breakfast or dinner? Or lunch? It used to be breakfast. I think lunch, like a midday, and then I'm really good for the day. Yeah. Hey, y'all, my dog. We were talking about sex or food. Morning, morning, <laughs> breakfast. Sex. Um, I didn't say that. But since you're on the topic, morning sex or midday sex or at night? All of the above. Yeah, I feel like it just all three. Um, let's see. How's your pull-out game? I have no children. Hmm. Well, technically. Hmm? That was... I did that. Oh, on purpose. Oh, okay, okay, okay. (sighs) Okay. Um, Let's see. I think this was a great interview. <laughs> Are we wrapping it up? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think so. Hmm, I don't think so. I'm the I'm the interviewer. Oh, okay, okay. My bad. My bad, dog. What's your favorite color? Black. How many tattoos do you have? I don't know. You want a perk? Perk. Perk. A perk. A perk is that? You have you have some? Yeah, pop, pop a perk. Can't hold the perks. No. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. You can't even take perks. You're on house arrest. Are you joking? Was that a joke? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I wish we had some shrooms. My friend wanted, like, this is not even a part of the interview, but my friend, he wanted to do some shrooms, and it's like, I haven't taken shrooms with anybody else yet. I'm kind of scared. It'll be okay. I can't wait to take some shrooms and go on a boat. That's like my favorite thing to do. I remember y'all was like laid out looking at the sky and shit. With a bunch of women, like, that is my thing, yo. That's going to be the first thing you do when you get off house arrest, huh? What? Some, some shit like that. What? 
我买台胸都好威严。嗯嗯嗯嗯。I'm trying to see is there anything else that the people would need to know about you? Tell me, like, what is something that we need to know about you? Like, who are you? I really can't say much. I'm. I want to stay mysterious. I like being this this person. I don't show too much of my life. I just I, I show you what I want. I give you a piece of it, and you know, I like being this way. <laughs> I'm single. I love you. You know who you are. I love you. She is getting weird. Hmm. <laughs> who are you talking about? They know. Share with us. <laughs> Love you. They know. Okay, let's see. We have great sex. Oh, I can't say that. That doesn't clear anything up. How about to make me an OnlyFans? No. Why not? That is not what your brand represents. My brand represents me, and that is me. You better fucking not. She. I'm gonna report that shit. Say we can make twenty bands in a month. That's how I'm doing. Sell a dick. <laughs> I hope you're not gonna do it um, <sighs> with the rich and unemployed and shit all in a bit. Am I, Jonah? <laughs> that's too much. Uncut at the uncut. Too much, Jonah. You're not a porn star. You you're gonna turn into a porn star. You think I'm not? Then everything you talk about is gonna be contradictory, kinda. No. How old are you? I don't think the people know your age. Thirty-three. Jesus here. This is gonna be the best year of my life. When's your birthday? July thirtieth. What time were you born? <laughs> I don't know. I would say ask my mom, but you could have you could have just left that one out. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, interviews over. That was the, I don't know why you said that. And we're gonna close this out with, um, you know, you guys stay focused, believe in yourselves, because we are human. We all bleed the same blood. And nobody is, so you know, some people get lucky. Than, some people are more lucky than others. But the power of consistency, that's luck. The power of not giving up, that's luck. Luck will come, I'm telling you. So, you know, if you have an idea, if you have a dream, if you have anything, it can happen because anything is possible.
anything is possible.